chilling um no no work i might go thrifting or something so we'll see but nothing too crazy okay okay well as everyone knows i usually get started with icebreakers but before we get into the icebreakers i do want to just kind of start um kind of ask you guys what do you like to go by pronoun wise oh i am she her hers okay to be honest, I don't know, so I go by me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mine or she, her, hers as well. Okay. And I'm me, <laughs> along with Frankie. <laughs> but, um, and then also, what do you guys identify as? I'm bisexual. I identify as lesbian. Okay. I identify as queer. Okay. Mm. Okay. Can you explain queer to me? Because I actually am not familiar with it. I'll try my best. Um, for me, I just think of it as like an umbrella term. So I don't really want to subscribe to any specific um, 
identifier and I just think queer is just a all encapsulating um, title in my mind at least. Okay, I like it, I like it. Um, so I guess now we'll get into icebreakers. Thank you guys for clarifying. <laughs> I think that's such a hard question, like asking what we would clarify as, because like, that's just hard for you to be like, I, I stay in this category when you're still like identifying, like discovering who you are. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Even when like when you identify, well, once you actually know who you are, you still want to know yeah. what you want your pronouns to be. Yeah. yeah. So all that's just hard. Yeah. For sure, I respect it. I'm just bisexual. <laughs> well, see, that's a, like that. I don't know, cause I say lesbian, but like I don't like closing off to like other things. Yeah. Like I know I want to like I lean towards women. I want to marry a woman, woman, like I can't imagine anything else, but like, I also am like, I'm not closing off those doors because that doesn't make sense to yeah. me. And then like- Anything could happen for sure. Yeah, trans women are included, um, trans men are included, but I'm like, but I'm still, I feel like I'm leaning towards more being a lesbian than I am towards anything else. Yeah. I feel like everyone's, you know, in a way still figuring it out. So whatever you identify as now could change. But it gives it to, it really just doesn't matter to be honest how you identify as long as you own it. Well that's I think that's coming from the queer community. Like most most people in the queer community can be like, well it doesn't matter. Well, you know, it can change. But like when people who aren't queer or aren't gay or whatever the ter umbrella, you know, terminology you want to use are looking in from the outside, what they see is like, you're just confused. Yeah. You yeah. don't know yourself. And like, that's not, I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, I am confused. But like, you know, like, yeah, I'm not that confused. You're not confused at all. You're just saying you're open in a way. You're not, I don't think it's confusion I'm at all. You're just you know you could be open to it being changed. Well, I think it's like constantly questioning myself. Like I feel like people are supposed to question themselves. Yeah. Like constantly. For sure, you definitely are. That's the way you continue to keep finding yourself. Sorry. No, you good. <laughs> it's organic here, it's organic. <laughs> All right. So to the first icebreaker, and this was a hard one for me because I didn't even know how to pick it. Would you rather give up sex or your favorite food? That was easy for me. <laughs> that was so easy for me. I'm sorry. I can't give up my favorite food. Okay. It's been there the whole time. Hey. That I can't give up. I'm sorry. I'll give up sex. Hi. Um, I would like to say that I do not agree with you. I will give up my favorite food only because I think I'm an intimacy person and I'm like a sex, like those kind of go together with me. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to share that, that intimacy and that connection with the person. Yeah. True. Very true. I'm getting up sex. <laughs> <laughs> I like food. Like. <laughs> I do too, but it's not all food. It's just your favorite food. And and for me, what's, wait, what's your favorite? Well, hold on. Let me think about my favorite food first. Because I might have spoke too soon. <laughs> so you see that, right? It's like, you don't, once you know your favorite food, you're like, am I really going to give that up? 
Yes. Yep. I know it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm giving it up. They give it up. Yeah, I'm giving it up. Uh, fried chicken sandwich. I order everywhere I go. Simone, you know this. I love a fried chicken sandwich. But you would give that up? I'm giving it up. Um. <laughs> oh, I'm about to say. Because I'm definitely giving up my favorite food. Only because, and the only reason I say I'm giving it up is because I love french fries. But after a while, I just can't do it because I'm overdoing it. Yeah, and I can make a new favorite food. And I mean, French fries, I mean all the time, all French fries. So that's a big. But for me, it's top variety. Mm. For me, it's top girls. Okay, make it. You can't really give that up. Why would you say that? It's tacos. It's not like I'm not talking about tacos from like Taco Bell. That's just American tacos. I hope not. But I'm saying like actual Latinos. Like, you know, they have different types of tacos that they make. From scratch. And yeah, Mm. it's like that. You want that, those flavors, all that. It's just like, okay, for you, then yes, give up sex. For me, Nope. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm gonna say I'm a hard pass, but also, see, look, <laughs> she's thinking. Now I'm giving it up. I'm gonna be skinnier anyway. I'm trying to lose some weight anyway. <laughs> I second that. Okay, I second that. Oh no, I don't want to know. Small, what's your favorite food? French fries or mac and cheese. I know that's right. <laughs> anyway, second icebreaker is as a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? I could start because y'all look like y'all all thinking real hard. So. For, for me, it was a baker, but that's because. My parents during that time were both working in a bakery. Well, it's not like those type of bakeries, like the ones that they have in like a warehouse thing. Yeah. And they didn't have a babysitter, so they actually had us go and they put us on the little corner and all you do is smell the, like the actual fresh breads, oh, the wow. muffins, all that. And that's why I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'm not going to get away from this smell. <laughs> <laughs> Well, mine was a lawyer, weirdly enough, and I'm so far past that now. <laughs> I really like. I really thought I could get in. I like, I like to debate a lot, so I was like, "Yeah, that's my dream job." And then somehow that turned into a fashion designer, and I'm just <laughs> so I'm just all over the place. Hmm. I think the question for me is like, what did I not want to be? Like, I was very hyperactive. I was always thinking about stuff. So I would go for me, like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a fashion person. I want to do this. I want to do that. So I was all over the map. I think yeah. the one that I had decided on when I was like in middle school or something was being a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I kind of went 360 with that too, or not 360, 180 with that. Um, and like, I'm pursuing like social rights stuff and law. So yeah, for sure. I wanted to be a pediatrician, not because I knew what it was when I was little, but I just loved going to the doctor's office because they had really cool toys and like the little um, lobby area. I didn't know what a pediatrician was, but I was like, mm, it's a nice place. Your get you that little set that was in Walmart where you had a little scope thing. No, nobody got me anything. That's probably why I don't want to do it anymore. 
was gonna be like a toy. I thought because she said she liked how the Robbie and all that looked. I would have thought her mom would have gone her those little, you know. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. No, you guys have seen it. It's like that little like um, where it's these blocks that you have to go through. These like that's mm-hmm. the one. Like, I forgot how you. Yeah, yeah that's so, the one that got me. Yeah. So it's like, it's like <laughs> the first thing you see, you're like, okay, I'm gonna use those little blocks. I'm gonna yeah. Thing. I would have never guessed. <laughs> <laughs> well, her, my sister, of course, I would have guessed, but you too? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know yours was a lawyer. I girl, you talked about fashion girl. and dance and that being a singer. Girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. I remember being in the background, you talking about, you're going to be Kelly, I'm Beyonce. <laughs> 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 no, I was not thinking you were gonna be a lawyer or you were be a lawyer. I was thinking, oh, she's trying to be a performer or something. He's like, no, we're making the dance. You're the boy. <laughs> you were doing. Well, you learn something new every day. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the last. And this one was really difficult for me because I really just couldn't figure out what it was. But what aspect of your identity are you least comfortable in and most comfortable in? I think I am most comfortable in my womanhood, Mm -hmm. just being a woman. Or you know what, womanhood and blackness, which I think for me go together, which is like, I think as a black woman, you like learn your woman, like being, how to be a woman through your, like being black. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because I had to fight so hard to understand and fully identify with being black, mm-hmm. that um, I have a deeper connection to being a black woman than I did before, which is like being raised in a white environment where white people are telling you that you're not pretty, you're not this, you're not that or not even just telling you, like society's telling you that too. And then also just um, questioning my sexuality. And then um, again, with like the battle, we talked about this earlier, like being Hispanic as well. And then also having like being raised by a Hispanic mother and trying to find your blackness and identify with your blackness with me being darker skin. Like that was a struggle in itself. So like, I'm so strong in me being a black woman. Like I know that this is me. I, I unwavering in that. You know, the thing that I think I'm less uh, comfortable with is probably um, it, like this sounds weird, but I feel like people have to accept both their feminine and masculine selves, mm-hmm. and I have not yet accepted the parts of me that are masculine, I still hide them. And I'm uncomfortable with wearing manly clothing because I'm like, I don't look feminine. I don't look like a, a woman, a girl, or maybe that's the other part. Like I'm so strong in my womanhood that I associate womanhood with femininity and that's not real. So I haven't yet um, connected my masculine side of me to my femininity and my womanhood. So that's what I'm gonna get. Gotcha, gotcha. I feel like we're very opposite because you're strong in your femininity. Femininity, uh, I'm like having trouble with that word right now. But, and I'm actually very strong in my masculinity. 
Like I'm, I, I'm very dominant in a lot of things. So as you see right now, I have a bonnet on and so, but stuff like that. You know what's crazy? I think I take dominant as a feminine trait in my head. It can be, but for other people, they always think it's more masculine. Mm. So that's why I say um, I, we're opposites because in my opinion, I need to work on my feminine. I don't have it. I just don't. I want it. Don't act like I don't want it. I do want it. I just don't know how to go about it, if that makes sense. Well, I don't know how, well, my way, it's like, they want me to be more masculine. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, so why don't you go to the gym and, like, you know, want to be, like, more muscular and all that. Like, they have a certain type that they expect me to be. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if I put on makeup and all that, but I also game, so it's like when I'm gaming, I'm I'm pretty much in that type of regular clothes, like how you are. Yeah. But it's like if people see me with makeup on, they're like, okay, so you're feminine, you're more feminine. Yeah. And I'm like, but they're like, but aren't you a guy? Aren't you supposed to be more masculine? Yeah, but I think that's people always just judging. Like I feel like we back we we bounce. Especially with aging, you bounce between being masculine and being feminine. Well, I think gender is so fluid that like it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I think any time, place, moment, all that will change. In the morning, you might feel like I want to do this, I want to do that, I might dress like this. In the evening, if you don't do that or be like that or identify as that, you don't have to be. All that's so fluid, like it doesn't even matter. But yeah, I think everyone needs to be at least comfortable with both sides of it the full spectrum i agree i feel like we went into your um your like, now we're talking about my answer i want to hear your awesome. answer uh simone you go first girl you got this okay um i think i agree with you bestie like i don't okay i don't know if this is gonna make sense but i feel like my masculinity was kind of chosen for me mm. just because like i've grown up as a tomboy and so then once I came out, people were like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like, it makes sense for you to dress masculine. and you like women. It's like, yeah, but I'm also just comfortable this way. Mm -hmm. um, so like my issue is similar to yours where I find myself kind of struggling with femininity. And I'm, it's more so in the sense of like outward appearance because on the inside, like, I feel like I'm a girl's girl. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but like, uh, just trying to, I don't know, regain that confidence and comfort um, with a, a feminine appearance, I guess. Yeah. And what are you most comfortable with? Um, my sexuality. Like, I, this just is what it is. It's, you know, candle it's rights. Giving. It's giving. It's giving what it needs to give. Period. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Frankie, before I get into mine. Oh, my God. I just pretty much say what I well I'm most comfortable with my self-awareness of myself mm -hmm. I, I'm very well aware about how I handle stuff the things I need to fix anything about me I'm I, I'm very highly aware of and sometimes I gotta also work on that and this is me being self-aware again because sometimes I just I try to see how it affects others because I'm so strong in my self-awareness so um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I didn't say anything. 
And the one I'm least comfortable in <laughs> is um, that dealing with being um, biracial because I feel like, like my sister said, we were raised by Hispanic women. Our family is Hispanic, but our skin tone is different. So people automatically just put you as you're black. Mm-hmm. Like they don't actually be like, oh, you know, are you just, they don't ask you the questions. And sometimes like, it, I'm not saying it bothers me because I don't yeah. expect you to know that, you know, I'm biracial, I'm, I'm melanin, I'm proud to be black. So, but it's also like, hey, there's a whole nother part of me that you don't know about. So ask about it versus just already making judgment on what you think. Well, that's, well, even I understand that, but I feel like even like both of us when we were younger, people would ask that like, oh yeah, we're like, you know, we're Puerto Rican and black, our mom's Puerto Rican, our dad's black. And then it would go, well, I don't believe you or prove it. And it's like, yeah. I don't have to prove anything anything to you because that I know who I am and not you know now we can say that but back then it was like okay well I gotta prove it how do I prove it yeah it my grandma's pale like like, 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 oh I have pictures with my mom you want to see them speak Spanish you want to do this you want I know this song I know that song I can say this I can do that it's like I know the salsa dance like I can cook some good ass Puerto Rican food but like you don't you shouldn't have to like prove that to somebody that's how I feel and especially because our family is like all types of shades. Mm-hmm. Like we come as dark as it is, as it's like light as it is. Yeah. So I, that's why I say I'm like not comfortable with it and I'm working on it, trust me, I'm working on it. But it, it's one of those things that it sometimes does bother me. I do apologize. Why? Because I actually, no, I should have asked you. Cause I never heard you speak Spanish with him. Well, I I can only speak a little bit of Spanish. I'm not fluent. But but. even with a little bit, I would have been like, oh, maybe she's not. No, she's Dominican or something. See, (laughs) you know what? Because everyone assumes I'm Dominican because we're dark. Because we're dark. Just dark. I was like, you know, of course, there's there's Puerto Rican and all that. I'm not saying, you know, I could have been like, okay, so she's she's Spanish. Yeah. But then it's like, but if I'm only hearing your speak, like pure English to me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, then I'm like, okay, so yeah. She might be black. Yeah. I get it. Well we don't expect but should, people to know. But that's what we're gonna say. We don't expect, we don't expect anyone, anyone to, to know. know. But it's like if you do know, why are you questioning me? Why exactly. are you trying to tell me who I am when I know who I am? Yeah. I know my opinion, I know I was raised, you know. Because honestly you're not gonna know until we bring it up. And that's why that's why <laughs> like, I don't I don't say anything to anyone. I don't speak about it. I'll just like I'm black woman. Cause I am a black woman. I know my culture, but, but like, see, you you're fine with that. I like the having both. I, I like, mean, I like people to both. know that I'm both. Oh, I don't even. Know. It's not even not know, but like I want to be able to like basically express it without expressing it. If you get what I mean, like you like I don't have to prove or I don't have to tell you. You just know it already. But I guess I don't I mean, know if that, that's a thing. Well, that's just a connection between like racism. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, people aren't gonna assume because we are darker. Yeah, like oh, you're black, you have dark skin, you're just black. Like, even people, like, I feel like, you know, people who are Jamaican and Haitian feel the same way, too, because, like, no, I'm Haitian or I'm Jamaican, mm-hmm. but you see me, you think, oh, African-American. And that's just America. That's just the problem. Yeah. So your issue is not with your Hispanic side. It's with racism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, when I used to work out five guys, and I was like, when I was on the cashier, 
So we had a Spanish people show up. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, don't think of Spanish and all that. No, just because of my eyes and all that, they're like coming from Asian. So oh. when they speak in Spanish or they talk bad, they're like, okay, they're gonna keep speaking in front of me in Spanish. Like, you know, I'm not gonna understand. So I'm talking to them in English. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, when, I'm, when like their orders already finished, I talk to them in Spanish. And the Ooh. look they give me, like, I, yeah, you see? Oh, you know what? I was helping with cutscene. Uh, I speak very little Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I can jumble some words together to try to help you, you know? But this one, I kind of knew she's looking for was at grocery store, so like food's so easy to remember, you know? So I was trying to help her out and she's asking questions and I was like, she's trying to speak English and she it was, you know, she's struggling, but I knew what she was talking about. So I told her like, you know, you can go down there and make right, it's gonna be over here. And I said it in Spanish. And then she like, it's like, it didn't register in her head that I said it in Spanish. So she proceeds to be like, like to speak to me in like butchered English. And I'm speaking to you in Spanish. Like I'm, I'm literally talking to you. It's like, it's not, she's like, I don't speak English. And I'm like, I'm not speaking English. I'm literally speaking Spanish. But it's like, again, like you can't get past the skin tone because you're like, they just can't get past the skin tone. It's like blinders. Yeah, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. At one second, I said, "Am I saying this wrong? Like, am I saying something? Am I speaking Spanish right? Like, do like I, being, did I forget or something?" <laughs> and I went to like one of my like Hispanic coworkers, and I was like, "Is this right?" And she's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh." Mm. So she just was like, "Black? I don't understand English." But the look that they give you, no. yeah, once they understand, they're like. Well, I think she figured out at the end because she came back at the cash register and then started speaking Spanish. And I was like, I'm so sorry. My Spanish is really bad. Like, I didn't understand how, you know, when we started speaking Spanish, I'm like, what are you saying? Especially she was Dominican. I was like, Dominican. I don't understand that. I'm so sorry. No. They have, like, once they find out that I'm Latino, they're like, oh, you speak Spanish? Oh, okay. So where are you from? This is it. It becomes like, a full conversation. Oh, so I'm like, oh, so now, now Latino, just because I speak Spanish to you, mm-hmm. like, well, okay. even even my like coworkers like were not speaking to me. We, we I would try to like start conversation, you know, and we'd be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, yeah. And some somehow would come up and, like, yeah, my mom's Puerto Rican, because I was talking about food or something, and they'd be like, oh, you're Puerto Rican. Oh, you're Hispanic. All of a sudden, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. I said, oh. That is crazy. <laughs> I said, I like this privilege, honey. <laughs> not a, she started bringing me food. I said, oh my oh. God, I said, it's funny for you to love I'm sorry me. sorry to say this, but we, we will, you know, offer you food. Well, that's the positive, though. That's the positive. You know, I think it's beautiful because it's like we take care of our own. Yeah. yeah. But you have to figure out that I'm. I'm insane. So you assume because I was texting that it wasn't like. From what I've seen, most Spanish people, well, depending on where they're from, Mm -hmm. they're racist. Oh, hell (laughs) yes. Hell yes. Our family's racist. We love them. (laughs) (laughs) They're hella racist. Yeah, so it's like you you love them, but you're like, you're racist, right? She's like, no, you're not. They're like racist without, well, no. I feel like they know. I'm not going to say they don't know. Some don't, some actually do. And they're like, I don't care. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) What? 
<laughs> There's a few in our family, honey, that are like, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Anywho, that was a good conversation though about that. I, that was gone. That was awesome. We were talking about yours. Huh? Oh yeah, we were talking about yours. Or was we talking about yours? No, you you were thinking while we were going through ours, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I was just letting in. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You still have to do something. But yeah, you still have. Yeah. Wedding in. See, get you. Did you see him try to dodge it? He said. <laughs> Oh, like, I'm like, like, yeah, she almost went into the. Well, I would take it as a question to keep and kind of think within yourself. Yeah. I think it's a good question. In general, anybody should ask me, ask herself that question. But now we are going to go ahead and head into the spicy tip off. <laughs> Rock too easy. Fuck it up. All right, so for the spicy tip off, I want to get into Saucy Santana saying that us women need the gays for everything. Okay, because for me, no. I know. <laughs> no, I need everyone to be quiet. I want to hear from the gay. Oh, hold up. Oh, hold up. <laughs> hold up. It's okay. It can go both ways. Like, you know, you have guys that mm-hmm. also have gays as well. Mm-hmm. Or lesbians. So it's like sometimes they actually do need it to find someone else. See, my problem with the whole thing, it's not that he's like, you know, first off, these gay men, specifically, you know, for me, I be following gay black men because they got my skin complexion. They be going mm-hmm. off for wigs, hair, all that. I understand that. But my issue with it is why do you have to put down black women in order to lift up gay men? Um, why do you have to be like, you know, women need that? So need. Why I got need, black? Need, need gay men. Because I'm black. He basically was saying like, we need the gays to do our hair, do our makeup, do basically everything for us. And I feel like, I think in my opinion, I love gays. I love, they be, they add a touch in your hair and your makeup that I feel sometimes is just a little bit better than when you do get it from someone that is straight. It's just like, they give you that, ooh, they make you feel like special when you, I feel like when you get your services done. But I don't feel like we need them because I feel like everyone's as equal to them when it comes to getting your hair done, your makeup done, or any of those things. Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, it's like, well, you look, look, I'm gay. For me, I have straight girlfriends. Well, straight girls. Yeah. I have a, so pretty much it's like, for me, it's like it can be support from both sides. Mm-hmm. I'm supporting you and you're supporting me. Mm-hmm. My makeup was never good like this. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my best friend, she's in New York as well. She she helped me out. She was way better in makeup than I am. Mm-hmm. So I needed her help. So it's like we both helped each other out in our own way. That's true. So it's like no, I'm sorry, but not all gays know how to do hair. 
I'm not all gay, no hard makeup, all that. It's like, it's, they have fun. Everybody is strong in their own way. Yeah. In certain areas. And of course, you know, you become friends with them because who they are. Yeah. Like, I'm not good with hair. <laughs> if you ask me to do your hair, I'm going to be like, uh, hold up. Uh, let me watch you first, and then uh, maybe I'll, I'll learn that way. Yeah. Well, that was another problem I have with it. I think you put gay men in such a, like, a stereotype niche, yeah. like, job category or area that I was like, okay, well, not all gay men will, one, want to do that, like to do that, or even make enough money off of that. But yeah. then my second thing was... I don't understand why in order to lift gay men up, you have to put women down. Be like, y'all need us. Y'all wouldn't be able to do this without us. We help you accomplish this. And like, while yeah, my favorite hairstylist is a man, but that doesn't mean, I mean, like, I'm going to give you props. You don't have to put me down. Like, I'm sorry. Um, It's just like, well, where did you learn from? Who are you taking inspiration from? Who taught you? Because you got to learn from somewhere. And nine times out of 10, I feel like that's moms, that's aunties, that's grandmas. Mm -hmm. All women. So how are you going to be like, we need y'all when we taught y'all? Like, we could do it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? That's my two cents. (laughs) So, like I said, for me, it's like, I need, it's like, we both help each other out. Like, Mm -hmm. I need my best friend in certain ways like if i need emotional help mm-hmm. or like you know whether it's anything like if i wanted to put on a wig and i'm be like girl help me out i don't know how to do this right i had those uh, pretty much i want to actually learn how to actually put on a wig yeah yeah so it's like if i put on the type of wigs i put on it's like you just that's it but i don't know how to glue it down and all that so i'm like oh i'll actually ask well, I know who to ask. I'm looking at her right now. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, I don't know how to do all that, but, you know, she'll help me out. And, you know, if there's certain times, like, she needs my help with anything emotional or, like, I need someone to cry, I know who to go to. Yeah, I feel like you just, it has, I don't think it has anything to do with the case. It's about the person yeah. that they are. That's who we go to for our nails, our makeup, how to do anything. If you're a good person and you're gay, great. That's amazing. But if you're a good person and you're straight, great. That's amazing. <laughs> it has nothing to do with, oh, the gays. The gays got this. Mm-hmm. Or him stating, oh, I'm the blueprint. Yeah, like, and he's, oh. like, he's like, yeah, we're the blueprint. And I was like, that yeah, no is incorrect. First of all, nobody likes you. Let's be real. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care if you listen to this. Like, <laughs> he's just, a, he's one of those controversial people um so I feel like you either like him or you don't like him well I do like him but I just think I think he's wrong on this one I feel like I liked him when he was first coming up I feel like he's smelling himself I mean but here's my thing there's nothing wrong with the person feeling themselves smelling themselves but my thing is you do not have to a large demographic a large population of your listeners are women and for you to shit on them like that is kind of like disrespectful. That's just really rude. But when I say smell yourself, I mean you're like I said earlier, you're losing your self-awareness. Like you could you could be, you know, happy with like who you are, where you've gotten to, but if
but you don't need to take it and start, like you said, downing other people. So you just need to be more self-aware and know that now that you are on a bigger platform and you're a bigger influence to people, you gotta be real cautious of what you're saying. Because as much as you are feeling yourself, you can knock yourself right back down. Yeah, but also at the end of the day, people are people that make mistakes. They say things in the moment. I can only imagine being on a performance. I'm probably drunk before I'm going out there to perform. I might say some outlandish, and that's why they're given the option to be like, yo, I was wrong about that, or my bad, because they're just people. So, like, you don't have to, I mean, you do have to be aware of who's around you and, like, stuff like that, but I get the mistakes. I just wanted me to be like, to learn, don't put down these people. Don't put down these demographics that are supporting you that are giving you your props, that are out there. Number one, people I see on TikTok playing these music and doing dance and stuff to our women. Mm-hmm. And you're over here talking about, well, we're the blueprint. We did this, we did that. Like, And even if he didn't say blueprint, like the point is you were putting women down. Yeah. And your large demographic is black women. So, um, and you're actually speaking for like the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you're not speaking for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you speaking for? That, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not gay if you're talking. <laughs> well, we shall see on this what his journey continues to be. <laughs> no. But um, now we will go ahead and get to our main topics, especially since we are, I don't know if you guys know, I am doing this, this is a bonus episode, so I'm doing this in um, honor of Pride Month, because I just feel like we need that awareness, and um, I also wanted to kind of bring in a few people that are really close to me that I feel that could truly explain, you know, what they've gone through with being gay, lesbian, pan, queer, bisexual, whatever you identify as. So um, the first question being, when did you exactly know you were into either the same sex or all sexes or just know whoever you feel you're attracted to? I was very young. I was like the kid when I did that. But at the same time, I'm like, as a kid, you're like, you see other kids are like, oh, no, they're, they're, they're like girls and stuff. And I'm like, you know, maybe I have to like a girl or like have to be close to a girl. But for me, it was like, but for some reason, I look at, I'm sorry, but I look at the old men and I'm, even when I was a kid, I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's like, no, but I'm like, I look and I'm like, I have to be with a girl. I have to be with a girl. I tried the whole trying to be with, you know, with a girl and I kiss, I didn't feel nothing. Mm. Yeah, I was like, okay, we're just gonna be friends. Got you, got you. But that's just, that's how I found that. But after that, after finding that out, I'm like, I have to hide my Got you. Yeah. I also found out when I was a kid. I just knew. Mm-hmm. I like, I knew. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, men are nice, but why is she looking real good for me right now? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> Like, you just, like, I don't know. And I'm, I, I'm like, I wasn't really uh, the type to, like, at, at all hide it. I just, I didn't think it was something to hide. And I don't know if that's because I'm a woman. And I feel like we are really, like, a certain stuff. 
or um, in the gay community, I feel like it's more accepted when you're a woman, whereas when it's a man, sometimes it's not, even not that, go through it's stuff. Not in the gay community, it's just like the outside world because they hypersexualize women liking women. It's more accepted because men are like, "Ooh, that's hot." That's what I'm saying. But for men, they're like, "Oh, oh no, yeah." No. Like they like, it's like it's it's just harder, so mm-hmm. it sucks. But but also religion and all that. Yeah. And it's just your your of course your parents are the ones that are telling you you're gonna be with this person. Yeah. And then of course sometimes they give you a threat. They're like if you don't, then it goes right there. Yeah. So that's why I mean like I had to have myself. Yeah. It was tough. I can only imagine. Simone. Mine? Is like the coming out story, or when did we know? Yeah. Okay. Um, I was a late bloomer. I didn't honestly know until like high school. There could have been like little things that I might have done um, when I was younger, but I just chalked that up to being a tomboy. Um, but yeah, I probably realized it freshman year. I was taking a dance class with a bunch of girls, and. The feelings was just feeling. The butterflies was flying. Um, <laughs> I was like, this is different. And I was like, I think I'm bisexual, everybody. Um, <laughs> that was it. But yeah. Madeline. I feel like I knew that I liked or found women like attractive. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't really think about anything. Like even when I was younger, like I didn't really think about, I wasn't really the girl who was like worried about boys or girls. I was like, oh my gosh, sports, TV, friends. So I like, I feel like I never really thought about it. Mm-hmm. And then when like, I feel the same, like late boomer, like I went to high school and that's when I was like, oh wait, this is hitting different. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I was a cheerleader, gymnast. Like I was only surrounded by girls. And I was like, yo, this is different. Like, I was like, it's one of those things where it's like, do I want to be with her or do I want to be her? And that was like, I was like, well, maybe I just really like her. I just want to be best friends with her. Little did I know. Best friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I guess that. Yeah. I feel like chances knew. Everyone knew. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was telling me, like, I think you're a lesbian. But I chalked that up the same, like, why I was kind of a tomboy when yeah. I was younger. I was playing sports. I did, like, 12 different sports and I liked science and I didn't really pay attention to other people yeah. so like they're like oh she's gay but I feel like at that time I just wasn't paying attention I just was like oh, I'm in my own world yeah she was very dumb chances to walk around talking about son come over here <laughs> or hold it man (laughs) bro I had like three different people come up behind me like excuse me sir I was like yo yo." well um, our next question kind of goes into that which is um, what was the hardest part of you coming out anybody can go in for me it was like Pretty much what will happen. Will I get kicked out? Or mm-hmm. like how how what, you don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. It's like, are they gonna love you? Are they gonna like hate you? What's gonna happen? So 
it was just, in my case, I had to pretty much take my chance. And it turned out kind of, in a way, good and bad. The good way was my mom did tell me she loved me. I did expect her to say something because she was Christian. She was like, oh, but you need to go to church and take out all those bad spirits. So I was like, okay, well, at least she told me you love me. My dad, on the other hand, it hurt him. Because after him finding out, he went to the bathroom and cried. And of course, you know, for him, he's, he's, he used to smoke when he was stressed out. So it would only be like 15 minutes. This time he actually went outside and took hour, like an hour or so. So when he came back, he didn't talk to me. He didn't talk to my sister because she knew. So it was just like, damn. But it, at least like, he later on like, accepted in a way. Like it took him <laughs> two months to be like, okay, nothing has changed. He's, he's still who he is. Well, I don't feel like I ever really had a hard part. I was kind of really open. Like I said, I was open before. I, there was one time I did get scared for my parents to know though. And I was like, I was, it was one of my birthday parties. All my friends came over. Um, and I had this one specific friend that we were just really close. Like we, you could not keep us from being like together. And my dad at the time was just like, really trying to like pick with me and like say like, are you gay? Are you gay? Why are you so close to her? Why are you didn't like, and I'm like, this is just my friend. Like, you know, like, I gotta understand like, why are you, why are you telling yourself that? Cause granted I, we, we didn't, me and my friend were just friends. We weren't on that level, but the fact that you are ready or getting this kind of crazy about it, it did scare me. But after a while, I just didn't care. I was just like, you're gonna accept it or we're just not gonna have a relationship. That's, I'm fine with either one. I think my biggest issue was more of an internal struggle. I think my parents, I knew my parents were fairly liberal, so they would kind of understand, even though like we still have some problems with mom. I think she thinks this is like up to you. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, this is a now thing. You're, you still can get married to a man. And I'm like, oh, I'm telling you, I don't like men. I think she she knows she just is like, it's still setting in her head yeah. a little bit. And then like dad was just like, he kind of confirmed my internal struggles, which was my internal struggles were all with religion. I was like, this is not part of my religion. Is this going to separate me from God? Is this going to damn me to hell? I was like, well, that's yeah. crazy. Because this is like who I am. This is what I like. I like women. I know I'm gonna marry a woman. Yeah. You know? So I was like, okay, well. Or I want to believe that I'm gonna marry a woman. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I mine was more of an eternal struggle, which was like, I feel like it was like four years, like no cap, like four years of me just being like, I don't know, I don't know if I'm gonna tell anyone. I don't know. Cause I knew I like I had High school, I decided I'm pansexual. I was like, I'm pansexual. You know, I know that I love women. I think trans women are pretty cool. Like any form of woman, anything, anything that is a young woman, it's like gorgeous to me. Um, and I found men, 
<laughs> like I was like, oh, they're cool. Like they're nice. So I was like, okay, so I must be pansexual. You know, just like still battling with that internally. Younger, this is who you're supposed to be. This is who you're supposed to be with. Yeah. Um, and then I came out as lesbian in college once to dad, but I think he doesn't remember it, mm-hmm. um, which is upsetting in itself. Cause it's like you weren't even listening to me when I told you. Um, and then I came out again, and that's when it really hit. And then immediately when I came out, he was like, "Well, let me contact our pastor." And let me pull out a Bible verse and basically be like, oh, you, know, you might go to hell. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I cried after that because I went upstairs and I just feel like he really confirmed everything that I was already worried about or mm-hmm. scared about. And uh, I had to talk with him not too long ago about it, actually. And I was like, you, you really made that difficult for me. He's like, oh, I thought I was helping you. I thought I was like looking up information to help soothe your mind. I was like, well, you told me I was going to hell. And he was like, well, that's what I found. And then he he went to our pastor and kind of outed me to Pastor Rod before I even like told anyone outside of him. Mm. Uh, and he told Pastor Rod that I was lesbian. And Pastor Rod, thank goodness, was like, well, she's fine. God loves lesbians. And I was like, he's like, he like, God, God loves gay people. Oh, okay. Yeah, all good people, not just lesbians. That's all I was like, hold on, just lesbians. No, no, no. He loves the queers, the LGBT. They were all screwed. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, he loves y'all. So I think that made dad feel better, but I think him going to my pastor without talking to me and doing all that research that kind of validated how I was feeling was just really shitty. Dad is like, I feel like. Now he's different, but before he's a panic. Oh, he panicked. He's a panic. Oh my gosh, he should have been there. We were in his little office, and he panicked. He said, "Huh?" <laughs> oh my gosh, he said, "Oh," and he tried like you know he tried to be cool. He's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> while he's thinking of different yeah, while he's like, "Oh my gosh," he's like, "Well, I love you," and he immediately takes his phone out and was like, "Will she go to hell?" <laughs> <laughs> now he's just like whatever and later on he told me he's like i thought i was trying to sue you like i was yeah. researching things to like calm me down because i told him when we were talking i was like why well, i'm worried about this yeah but what it really did was in my head during that time i'm like where are like what about me take care of yeah. me don't yeah. worry about what the religion is saying take care of your daughter yeah yeah comfort me yeah yeah mom I think the hardest part for me um, at this point in my life is consistently having to come out still. I feel like it's very draining and I just don't want to do it. I don't have to, um, but like when I want to share like my love with other people, like, oh my gosh, yes, I have a girlfriend. I don't know to myself. So I just think over time that just gets tiring, but Outside of that, the scariest thing was probably my mom because she, um, you know, she has like a Christian background and all that, but her opinion means a lot to me. Like me and my mom are so close and I didn't think she would like hate me or anything, but you you never know how people are going to react to it. Um, and so I think when I told her, 
she was definitely shocked, but, you know, she did the same thing. Like, I love you. You know, this doesn't really change anything um, between us, but I'm going to need some time to digest this. And I mean, now we're at the point where she'll ask questions and I try to do my best to answer them. You know, she'll ask questions like about the the LGBTQ plus community. And I just try to inform her and, you know, be a bit of an encyclopedia for her um, with stuff in that regard. But yeah, I think that's it for me. All right, all right. Um, I was gonna take out this question, but I'm just gonna ask it differently. Um, what do you struggle with every day that straight people wouldn't know about if there's anything? I get like anxiety as far as like our safety is concerned sometimes because I know when we go out, your sister is very affectionate. She's <laughs> very, you know, open with her expression of love towards me. And I love that. Like, you know, that's the way that I receive love. So I don't mind it, but, and I hate the way it sounds, but like, I don't care about other people's perception, but if they're going to cause us harm, then I care. So yeah. I just feel like a little bit of that anxiety when we go out, she's like, give me your hand. I'm like, okay, you see those men over there? <laughs> like, let's, but you know, um, but she's taking me out of my shell in that way. And, you know, I know she protect me if anything were to go down and vice versa, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's just a little bit of um, anxiety for safety stuff. Okay. Um I think mine has to do with safety too, um, but not necessarily in the same, like I don't get anxious when we're like out and about. I mean, sometimes I do, but it's mainly around men um, because it's very uncomfortable. And I, I like actually fear, like I'm scared that you might hurt us. Or um, I think like one time, even when I'm like at a club or something and I'm nice to say like, yeah, I have a girlfriend, like, which means please leave me alone. And it's like, are you really gay? Yes. Yes, I just told you I have a, I have a girlfriend. And it's like, well, that's hot. Okay, what? And it's like people not believing that you're gay mm. or like they think it's like something for them. Or I say people, but it's mainly men. I think women have been the most respectful. Like, oh, I have a girlfriend. They're like, oh, okay, cool. I had a man ask me, I was, I was bartending. And he was like, oh yeah. I was like, oh, I have a girlfriend. You know, just trying to leave it at that so I can continue on working. And he's like, well, are you loyal? what sir who asked that question or who even like when when like oh uh that's hot but are you gay gay what does that mean i just told you have a girlfriend like just respect that and walk away and that scares me too because it's like my sexuality isn't a toy for you yeah like that's not i'm not a toy i'm a human being and I see like the way people will look at us when we're together, like we're out and about holding hands and sometimes I get scared or like how men will be aggressive if you do say like, no, I'm, I'm good, I'm, I'm a lesbian. I'm like, oh, you're a lesbian? You're like, girl, Sue, well, I could, we could have a threesome. I'm like, please stop talking. Yeah, that kind of ties into what I struggle with. And that's not a lot of struggle for me, but it's more like when I am in a relationship, 
and I say, oh, you know, I'm bisexual, I like females. I feel like the man feels like they're automatically like, oh, we like females. Yeah. No, 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 baby. That's, that's me. You like me. I like females. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't all go together. And I've had relationships where like men are like, oh, so what are we going to bring in? We're not this I'm going to go talk to another woman when I'm done with you after asking this question but you know other than that that's my sexuality that doesn't make it our sexuality so you feel like when people because people do like hypersexualize bisexual women like it's it's like it's almost like they think you're polyamorous and not even polyamorous just like I don't know that they think I just should. I think it should be a choice. Relationship. I think it should be a choice. If you you can be bisexual if you decide to you know want to bring women in with your significant other, cool. That's fine. But what I don't like is when men, when you are in a relationship, some men like to automatically think that they're a part of it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not until I give you the permission. Well, that's how I feel with like when it's two women. It's like, well, you can bring in a third. Like, but I don't want to. Yeah. And it gets scary turning because men get aggressive and yeah. get rude. Make it scary to turn them down and be like, no, I like women. Like I remember like adamantly, like I got vulgar to being like, I like vagina. Yeah. That's my thing. Like, can you please like respect that? Yeah. Yep, yep. And I said vagina, but like, you know what I mean? Like I try to be vulgar so that you could like get out of my face. Yeah. As you should. Uh, sometimes fair, um, but straight guys. Yeah. Because the fact that, like, let's just say right now I'm wearing makeup and all that. Mm-hmm. If I talk to a straight guy, the first thing they'll think is, oh no, he wants sex with me. Yeah. So it's like, it's like no. Like, what if I want to just be friends with you? Like, you know how hard it is to find a straight guy to be friends with? Mm-hmm. So it's like, the first, so like, it really is hard. So it's like you don't know what what to expect from them. If yeah. they get angry, they're like, "No, back the fuck out!" And I'm like, "Oh no, I'm not trying to fight you." Yeah. So it's just that. Yeah. I can trust that, yeah. but I don't have to worry about the problem. So I feel like if you tell a woman you're a lesbian, all of a sudden you're interested in them. Like, no, I'm not interested in you. <laughs> I'm a lesbian. Don't mean I like all women. <laughs> like, I don't like you. Like, that is so what. We see Wendy William in the brat, and Wendy William try to <laughs> try to get the brat to be like, "Yeah, I would date you." Like, no, I'm a lesbian. I don't like all women. I like I like I still have a type. I still like this type of yeah. woman. Like any other person. Most of the time, I don't have to fear for violence when it comes to women. For you, but of course, for work, of course, my job, I'm not dressed the way I'm dressed like right now. Yeah, I'm dressed the way that. Pretty much how they want me to be. Yeah. So it's just that. It's clear. Yeah. It sucks sometimes, for sure. Um, do you think um, there's a chance your sexuality is more tied to nurture than nature? No. Well, I was gonna say no, but mom had three girls and all of them are queer. So maybe. Um, but I don't think so. I think it's natural. Or maybe we I, we were more accepting of exploring that because our parents were fairly liberal. Mm-hmm. So we were like, you know what? I am open 
to the idea of it yeah versus being like nope I'm not that yeah I think it's just nature (laughs) I don't think I mean I grew up in a Christian semi-conservative household so I don't think it's any way my mom could have been like oh you should be gay (laughs) 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 I think it's just born this way Um, what adversity have you faced in the workplace or just being out publicly? If you even face any adversity, which I'm going to be honest, you probably have. <laughs> um, in the workplace, none, because I've worked for like LGBTQ organizations and where I work currently, um, everybody's pretty liberal and accepting my bosses a part of the community as well so it's not really anything there but now in public um I've had homeless men shout at me a couple of times <laughs> like I'm a young man <laughs> like okay sir oh boy <laughs> like no, they didn't or like just shout lesbian you know? <laughs> First of all, you didn't even ask my label. You're just... <laughs> but um, yeah, that's probably usually the extent. It's just nutty men on the street shouting things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Actually, no. Yeah, Frankie. Come on. Uh, come on with the come on. Okay, well, work, of course. Can't really bring myself around there. Yeah. Really can't. They want you, like I said, they want you to be a certain way. Can't put, get, if I get my nails done, I can't have it dramatic or anything, nothing like that. It has to look natural. Mm-hmm. Makeup, I can't even put on makeup because they'll be like, what do you have on? Like, I can get that off. It's just, yeah, so I, can't, I really can't be myself at my work. Like, so, and I'm just gonna second it. He definitely can't. Cause I, this is the first time he's been in my home and I've seen him outside of work and he looks fire as fuck. Okay. <laughs> At work, you'd be like, whoa, the transformation. <laughs> she said, you walk in there busted. He just, you can tell you're unhappy with how you have to be at work. And here I feel your confidence and I love it. So, so it's like, how, as- like for me, out in public, I don't care. I can have my makeup on, heels on, all that. I don't care what they do. I know they give me looks. It's like, what? But it's like, what you, you, <laughs> want, you want to look like me right now. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's like, you know, of course I do get compliments. And then, but yeah, it's just at work. It's just, I can't do that. Yeah. I agree with that. You done, thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking. I don't. I don't have any adversity. I've never had any adversity except for, like I said. Well, no, no, not even that. No, I'm not. I'm open. If you guys want to say, "What's good?" Come get at me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I get like a lot of comments on people that actually me. Yeah, especially with like my prior jobs, um, or like you know my job. You know, as a bartender, you would have to dress. Well, push them titties up, girl. I was wearing all black, but like push them titties up, have a full face makeup on, 
have your wig on, look good, okay? And then you got, I want you to flirt with those men so you can get tips type thing. Mm. That was the energy. I mean, it was never said, but it was like, Maddie, you go take that table of hooting, howling men, um, or you go take them down there because, you know, we pull our tips together and I want to get more tips. Um, and then for like other jobs, it's like just bringing up my girlfriend is weird. And like all of a sudden they have an opinion on what I should be doing with my life or about, uh, I don't know, just like anything. It's always everything. Maybe it's because I'm like them presenting. It's like, oh, you're a girl though. Like you're a girly girl. You should do this. I don't know. I don't know what it is. People always feel like they got the right to say something what about, about I say, life. They got something to say. Yeah. Like security. Like insecurity. You're pretty much if you're a guy, you gotta be masculine. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta be aggressive. Girl, yeah. Girl, like, so it's like I wanna be that. Like I can I can communicate with these people. This person be fine. I don't have to be like, you know, hey, yeah, what's up? It goes back to yeah, take that image out of your head and ask me. <laughs> I've had a few customers be like, I don't feel comfortable being here with you because you're gay and black. Yeah, I've had customers like, I don't feel comfortable being with you. Excuse me, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay. Like, I respect that. But like, don't, you sat next, you. That's so insulting. You can't tell <laughs> like, so where I am. It's insulting, but it's like, you know, whatever. At least they didn't come with the BS. You, know, you didn't bring that to me, call me any names and say anything rude to me. At least it was like, I don't feel comfortable with you. Okay, well, goodbye. Yeah, I get. I guess. Please don't the second one fight. Like, bitch, what's up? <laughs> the first one, you gotta make me sit there and think. Go home, be like, who they said? Like, you know, like, like, I don't know. I'd rather just get my anger out right then and there, so you can. <laughs> go well, I, I don't think I'm like an angry person with stuff like that. I'd be like, yo, what? Manager. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the higher up? Help. This is why we're opposites. <laughs> Wow. Um, I remember when we gave the calls and he was screaming and I was like, well, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what did you say? And I was like, whoa. <laughs> y'all just no, no, you know, just like nothing over here. But all right, y'all, we about to get some vibe of the week. We'll be right back. That's a fight. That's a fight. That's a fight. All right, let's go ahead and get into vibe of the week. So, Simone, what's your vibe of the week? So, I have two vibes of the week. The first one is Speaker Box, um, the album by Outcast. I've been bumping that all week. And then the second one is Wide Open by Dante Hitchcock, um, featuring Gold Link. Ooh. Check it out, check it out, check it out. And I also have two vibes of the week. One is, it's a throwback. It's called Candy at Party Next Door featuring Nipsey Hussle. If anybody knows me, I love you some Nipsey. So um, if you haven't heard it already, which would be a shocker for me, go ahead and listen to it. And then my second vibe of the week is I went and tried out this cucumber and mint scented body wash by native and when i tell you it smells so good and it 
when you get out the shower, you just smell like the body wash. That's how good it is. It just makes your skin feel so soft. Y'all need to go ahead and get you one. You don't have to get that particular scent. They have like multiple others, but highly recommended body wash. Okay. Anyway, I have two as well. Um, so my first one is Make It Out, which is like a short little snippet on Brent Fias's album, Fuck the World. Can I curse? Mm-hmm. Fuck the world. And I have been listening to that on repeat. I mean, it's literally like one minute. That's it. Repeat. I said repeat again. And he's not even saying much. He's like, I hope I make it. So, mm. Anyway, and the second one. <laughs> and the second one is Sailor Moon by Leia. Mm-hmm. I've listened to that for about. I don't know how long, but months now. And I will not put that song down. Really anything by her, I'm listening to on repeat. Like I I will literally just click, you know, in like Spotify when you can click the artist mm-hmm. and like all their songs will play. Mm-hmm. And I'll just put that on like the loop. And I'll do what I need to get done, probably clean. Okay. Yeah. Um, my live on the month. Well, it's week. Uh, well, not week. <laughs> Sorry. Well, actually, it is the week because um, it's actually the first episode of the podcast, and of course, this podcast as well. Because it's like you have you listen to different people's opinions of certain things. So it's very nice to hear. Oh, y'all getting emotional over here? Yeah, mm. we were getting emotional to the topic. I was definitely holding the tears um, every time y'all said a story. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I have to step on it. It's like, damn, okay, I can't cry. I can't cry. <laughs> well, I think those are amazing vibes of the week. If um, y'all have something you're interested in, please check that out from either one of us, as well as if you haven't checked out my podcast or followed my IG, please do that today. <laughs> so, we're going to go ahead and get into the where they do that at section next. All right, welcome back. Um, so I'm gonna act, I actually have a story for you guys for the where they do that at section. Um, so earlier today, I woke up feeling great. I was ready for the day. And one of my best friends called me, which now I'm questioning if he's my best friend or not. But um, <laughs> he called me and was like, we was just getting into a conversation where he brought up one of my friends. I was like, oh, you know that guy she used to talk to, and I'm like, oh, like I'm like I'm just like, no offense to my friend girl, you talk to a lot of guys, so <laughs> I'm just like I can't keep up right now. She's like, oh yeah, he was that guy was gay. And I'm like, okay, who cares? Like, you know, we're in a different time era now. So he gets mad like, oh well, you know, if I found out any of my friends weren't gay, we just can't be friends anymore. So for me, I'm like why like what's the difference like what made you change your you know your your about being their friend and he's like oh well none of my friends first of all they wouldn't even say they were gay if you were hanging around me I'm taking my shirt off I'm doing stuff and then all of a sudden you randomly tell me you're gay we can't be cool because everybody I know already has said they're gay and I'm like well why would that make you change? Like, if you started a friendship with them and, you know, you got to know them on a different level and you really vibe with them, why? Because now they're telling you they're gay. Would you decide to say, I'm not being friends with you? Maybe that person was really comfortable with coming to you and saying that. So now you rejecting them or saying, I'm not your friend anymore 
you basically just judge them. And now you're basically proving, uh, or not proving, but this is the reason why it's hard for gay men to come out. And, you know, another comment was, oh, well, street niggas don't, you know, they don't, they all, they aren't gay. They, and they come out and they tell, no, they don't. They're the number one, one, we don't. Like, I'm just gonna be real. They already are nervous what can happen to them as well. And they also have a reputation where, like, why the fuck are you gay? And it can get you hurt, of course. So that's like, you're just lying to me. And I felt like that was kind of just rude of you to basically be judging people and saying that you're not gonna accept them because they feel comfortable coming to you and saying that they're gay. Cause at the end of the day, it shouldn't even matter. Like if he's not looking at you like that and you guys have a respect level where he knows not to touch a boundary, why are you sitting here judging them? And it kind of hurt my feelings because I, you know, I'm, I live in a family that's gay. I have friends that are gay and of course I'm gay. So it's just like the fact you feel that way and you don't see nothing wrong with what you're saying. Mind you, his brother is gay. And his brother, he, and he put this, painted this picture like his brother just came out gay. No, 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 I grew up with him. Your brother took a long time to come out. And when he did come out, yeah, he owned it, but it took him a long time. We didn't even know he was gay. Everybody in my family was shocked he was gay. So for you to even say that, um, you know, sit there and act like um, it's okay what you're saying when you, if you have been around gay people, you should definitely know for sure um, that how to basically handle that situation versus just saying, I'm not being friends with you, you're gay. It's just a little, it was a little weird and really touching for me. And I can only imagine if he's ever had someone that has come out to him, how he treated them. And I wouldn't want any of ever be treated like that. Because when I tell you he was aggressive, he was aggressive. He was so aggressive. I was just like, you know what? No, you're draining my energy. I got phone. I got I to gotta sit back and really think about what you just said. And I called my mother and explained it to her. And she was like, yeah, he's tripping. Like, so that's my little weird, you know, where they do that at. Because that's what was running through my mind the whole time as we were arguing. Because I was going back and forth. Because what you're not going to do is tell me that you're not befriending gay people because they're gay. That's basically what you just said to me. He said, I think he was trying to say, like, how you come up to me as gay after I was around you doing all this stuff. Which also, like, what's your right to tell someone when they can come out, like, come out properly? But also, why are you assuming he cared about your little scrawny ass? I don't know what you're talking about. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> nobody want his little skinny ass. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's one thing, you know, but like I said, that goes back to like, he might be comfortable talking to you. You might be that friend that they're comfortable to say, okay, if I'm going to come out to somebody, I'm going to But even if he wasn't, like, let's not give him that credit. Even well, yeah. if he wasn't, if I'm just me and you, we might be getting close. I'm not going to, that's not something I just put out on the table with people. That's true. But I also will say this is a like, when thing that, that come kind of me. He genuinely felt scary about it. Like, finding out if one of his friends is gay. Like, he was, like, genuinely, like, scared. Like, you don't know what they'll do to me. Like, excuse you? Bro, you were Do you not know what they've gone through? What are you talking about what they'll do to you? Like, so... Well, that's, like, another thing. We talked about this the whole, the whole episode. It's, like, predatory. Like, you assume that because 
we're gay or lesbian or something that we're like predators. So like, go back to what Frankie you, said. Like, are you serious? Yeah, like what Frankie said. Yeah. How does that so make it's sense? Just, that's just that. So it's like pretty much you don't you don't know what to expect when you when you tell a person that's straight. I know, but like, why would you? That's just, just it bothers me. You know what I mean? Like it bothers me. It's, it bothered me so much I was getting anxiety and I had to end the conversation. Because then you're taking my energy and fucking up my energy. And now I'm gonna kill you, so I need to go home. <laughs> so, like, as for the person that came out to him, think of how he's feeling right now. He's like, damn, okay, I'm gonna lose a friend because I thought I'm okay. And I brought that up and he didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why would he? He did not care. I was like, wow. And the, but it also opened up my vision. And my viewpoint of people because he ain't the only person that's thinking like this, and that's sad. It's like, damn, okay, what if he really doesn't like you like that? He just, you know, you guys are cool, homies, all that. And it's like, now you're thinking, oh no, he wants me. That's why he told me he's gay. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was my little where they do that at. I would really, my feelings was definitely hurt, but you know, people will be people. Um, but as we go ahead and close up this episode, and it's been an amazing episode, I really thank you guys for joining today. Um, I'm, this just was, was amazing. Um, but my closing advice would be, or my closing advice question is, what advice could you give to someone that feels misunderstood? Um, I'm going to say what my mentor said to me. I worked at Songs to Southerners Underground. Uh, check it out. It's an organization that helps uh, make everyone feel safe and comfortable in the South and fights for everyone's rights, not just in the LGBTQ+, but it fights for immigrants, it fights for Black people, it fights for Black women, it fights for women's rights, it fights for trans rights, everything. Um, um, and my mentor said, find your folk. Well, that's how they would say it, it's find your folk, find your tribe. Um, find your people, people that are gonna accept you, nurture you, allow you to grow. And that doesn't mean just finding gay people, but just finding people like you, finding black women that are like you. And you know, for me, it was finding black queer folk. I didn't care about your gender. Um, and that made me feel at home, that made me feel nurtured, that made me feel uh, taken care of. And maybe I can go as far as it didn't have to matter if you're black, it's people of color. Just you understand the struggle, you understand my struggle, you understand, you know, what it's like to be the outsider here. Um, and find your folk. They're gonna nurture you, they're gonna allow you to grow, they're gonna encourage you, they're gonna encourage your voice. Hopefully, if you find the right group. And like even for people in high school, I told Zana, I said, is there like a sister? I told her, I said, um, you like, you know, K-pop, you like dressing up, you like this, you like that. You're going to find your people and they're going to take care of you. For me, um, my advice would be, it's something I see every time I am feeling down or feeling like people don't understand me, is you're not meant to fit in. You just, where the main pioneers never fitted in. They did their own thing and learned to love themselves for who they are and being, you know, just different that, they didn't need anybody's approval or anybody to understand them because they understood themselves. So that's my advice. I um, agree. 
Either one. <laughs> My advice would be, yeah, it's just um, just try to be yourself. Don't hold yourself back. Like, yes, I know the religion, but it's like the more you bottle it up, it hurts you way more. Yeah, I agree with that too. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I said I agree. <laughs> I was like, speak up. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I do agree with everything that everyone said. It's hard going last for something like this. Because um, you feel like everybody took your answer? Yeah. Just to piggyback off of what everyone else said. Um, but no, I would feel, I feel like If you feel misunderstood, like Maddie said, I mean, know that there's people that are out there like you. I mean, they might not be in your immediate community physically, but I mean, online can be a scary place, but it can also be an amazing place where you can connect with like-minded individuals. Um, and yeah, just know you're not, you're not alone. That's all. Like you might feel like you're alone, like you're the only person who's like this, but trust me, honey, you're not the only person who's like this. And also remember that everything is temporary. Exactly. So right now you feel alone, but in a few months you go to college, go to a different high school and meet someone new. And, you know, it only gets better. Yeah. I'm gonna say I love that answer, okay? This is, I don't wanna go last, it's harder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, shut up. Okay. <laughs> You're still in spotlight. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn. Like, damn. Like, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we go ahead and wrap this up, um, once again, I want to thank you guys so much for joining me on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, this is the bonus episode, but I feel like it should have been the second episode. <laughs> but I wanted to make sure it was before um, the end of Pride Month. And of course, next Friday is July 1st. So there that goes. So I'm going to make sure I put this out um, by Wednesday. But um, I will make sure that they also have their platforms for you to follow them as well in the description of the episode as well as continue to follow me, share my page, share my Instagram, so we can build up the um, listeners here. Uh, invitations. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, you know. Thanks for having us. But um, thank you guys for coming to the podcast, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.